everyone. This is the first 4 p.m. at Fashionista episode of 2018. Yes. We didn't die in a fire. (laughs) I'm Alyssa. I'm Tyler. And we have two very, very special guests. We're special. We're so special. They are the hosts of the Failing Upwards podcast and the former hosts of Fashion Bros. R.I.P. On Complex. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. I'm James. Hey. (laughs) No, I'm Uh, Lawrence. That was a stupid joke. I'm James Harris. I'm Lawrence Schlossman. Lawrence Schlossman is also the brand director mm-hmm. at Grailed.com. Absolutely. Which you Never may heard have heard of. of yeah. Never heard of it, actually. If you've read Fashionista.com. James is, and James is currently unemployed. By the time this podcast comes out, I will 99% be unemployed. What's the 1%? 0.1% our podcast? Do you say 99.9 or 99? 99. No, I'm bad at math. I might move to LA. Oh, LA fingers crossed. Sucks. Please don't move to LA. Please move to LA. Um, I have about 24 hours to decide. Let's just spend the next hour trying to convince you one way or the other. I don't like LA. Like that. Right. Like that's LA fair. That's a big, blows. that's a that's big it. negative. James, like, don't move to LA. I don't know how valley parking works. I have too much fire outerwear. <laughs> and those are t- my two main What's really funny is this is the exact same case he made in our podcast. So it really comes down to you being too stupid to know how valet parking works and yes. owning a lot of jackets because yes. you're irresponsible Clearly. financially. Okay. <laughs> Fiscally irresponsible, I should say. Also. Okay. But John's getting in the way, bro. Also, what do you think about the crowd out in LA? Um, I'm not really a fan. I feel like it's a town where every it's like DC. Everyone's trying to make it, and everyone's just trying to like use each other to like level up their own career trajectory. Not that New York is like the friendliest place in the world, but like LA is. Everyone is just like a talent or a vlogger or whatever. Right? Yeah, it could and be pretty like, tough if you're like James and you have nothing to offer, bring to the table. But It'd be pretty I don't lonely. know if Team Ten and Logan Paul <laughs> are fucking accept me into the. I t- think that's the, the first time I've ever house. heard LA and DC compared in the same sentence they're yeah. both just trash it but it makes sense my issue is just like uh and i said this on our podcast as well so i'm gonna run back my own little theory everyone's uh, too hot so in new york like you can be at a function and not yeah. be the ugliest person but in la like and just speaking for myself definitely gonna be the ugliest person and yeah. that is not gonna sit well with my ego. i'm like a new york eight la five <laughs> yeah but james what if you polished up your resume brought it to the lisa vanderpump empire uh, I did I go get, to, yeah. the last time i was Pump in LA, boys. I to sir I want to hear about your experience at Sir. It was garbage. Yeah, I've heard. It was, heard. It was Obviously garbage. It was like a Wednesday or Thursday night. I thought it might be kind of popping. Uh, there's nobody there. We got sat at the Turn absolute Turn up Tuesday, front. James Kennedy. You, you I miss, to, I miss <laughs> see you next see, Tuesday. No, to see you next Tuesday. You know, it is. It's not about the pasta. I did order it's the pasta. It's not about the pasta. What did you get? I can't even say it right. Pasta. pasta. Like, how do you say it? Pasta. It's like a weird Pasta. A. What did you get? What did you I even order? I got fried goat, the goat, the goat cheese balls. balls. You got to get the number one That's the classic? The Stasi classic? Sta- the Stasi special. Yeah, mm. they were garbage. Like, they, like, <laughs> no, they were like, they came out, they looked like they were covered in semen, and they were just like rolling around on a fucking julienne, like mango and cucumber. They were disgusting. And uh, some ravioli, I think. Did you get a pumptini? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. I should have. Uh, Max was there. The only the only star from the show is Max. I, I had to I had to remind son. James that like Max doesn't even count because he's adopted. Max doesn't even. Oh, <laughs> uh, Max doesn't count because he's like not really on that show that often. But he's like a uh, yeah. I mean, would you let like, your adopted kid be on your show either? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he got supplanted by Ariana's like. Oh, her brother. Hotter version of Max. Ariana's brother Uh, is definitely like, what is that guy up to? He seems like (laughs) super weird. He's got some some shit going on, right? He was living with Tom uh, Tom and Ariana like for a long time. Well, that was Tom was saying that that was killing his his sex life, was that her brother was just sleeping on their couch. Turns out it's that Ariana was mentally abused in an earlier relationship. Yeah, I don't think it's the brother sleeping on the couch. But Tom Tom might be hiring up. 
You might Ooh. get in at the right time. Yeah, we could get you a real good fedora. Just throw you in the mix. Move to LA. Change your name to Tom. Oh, Tom Harris. Get a six pack of like those curved hem butt wipe tees. Yeah, I'm in. Oh my gosh. And you can probably just like start crying a lot. Waxing your eyebrows. I love the time. Get a really stupid haircut. Yeah, put out a single. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because right, maybe maybe I'm moving to LA tomorrow. We'll see. I know. And another Tom, Tom, Tom. thing we've noticed in the office is all of the Vanderpump rules ladies now have beauty empires. That's true. Really? So you can, mm-hmm. you know, do a side gig, bartend like at night and then during thing? the day. Yeah. Well they all get do your men's on, grooming line. They all got they like all everything get else on Katie's They're copying uh, the blog, right? Pucker and pout. Damn. Do you think that site does numbers? I wanna know. Absolutely not. Definitely more than fashionista. No way. Do you see it as a competitor? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Is this a? Ugh. God. Don't come for me. Like Wait. Have this. you guys tried any of their beauty products? Like, are they good? Ugh, well, need to do they're that. all new, and they're mostly collaborations. Who's Lala's intrigues me the most. She wears a lot of makeup. She wears a lot of makeup. She wears, like, no, like noticeably. I saw today uh, a sentence about her that will stick with me for the rest of my life, which is that she is the human embodiment of a Forever 21 crop top. Mm. <laughs> I will just never forget it. She's a beautiful soul. Shout she out is. Lala. Shout out Lala. I stand her now she's after the, this season. She's always she's been like, like the woke she's having a moment. that was like anti-slut. Yeah. She was always like anti-slut shaming. Don't the thing about those women having beauty lines is that I can't really tell what's the beauty line and what they got injected in their face. Right. Who else That's has the one? Who, um, wait, I don't. You think they've had a lot of? Who's had like a lot? Of, well, Sheena has had a ton of work done. Sheena She's has obvious. had a ton of work. They had Stassi? a girls' day out at a Botox center on the last episode. Well, Botox doesn't count as like a thing. I mean, like real, like like plastic surgery. So like Stassi, beyond I don't know if any of them could afford it to be honest. Implant and a bunch of other facial reconstructive things that she has mm. talked about before. Uh, the rest of them, I think, it's just. Injection, injection. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with a little, the little filler. That's like cool. That's but if you do to LA, it too much, start... it doesn't look good. Do you think but if it's... I move to LA, I, could ju- I should just get like butt injections? Yes. All right. Yeah, you should definitely get. But the thing injections is, like this, the, we're not talking about like New York, <laughs> New York injections. Where like New York injections are like, did you do something? I don't know. Maybe you just got an, a little subtle. It's not a subtle. ghost injection. It's not injection of like, you're not trying to look like Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Well, you that's... don't come in the next day and everyone's like, oh, you got your lips done. You come yeah. in the next day and everyone's like, She got injected huh. with some Kylie semen. Jenner, just peak uh. physical performance. <laughs> she is fucking ready to go. Uh, I mean, she's missing in action. Am I? R.I.P. It's crazy how she died. No, that's so should. wild, right? Rest in peace to Kylie Jenner. Uh, very short life. Yeah. We are talking about Vanderpump Not long for this world. just for you. You guys got the Kylie Jenner uh, calendar, calendar. Stuff on the wall. We're still in 2017. I refuse to take the Kylie calendar down. I purchased it. Well, you and Travis Scott. down until she presents the world with her baby that's a nice act of solidarity yeah i respect that i'm ready it's awesome that, that you guys can find causes to believe in and i want to see how chris <laughs> monetizes this child because <laughs> we all know it's going to be genius that baby is going to emerge with like a fully formed line of products that'd be fire like uh, custom diapers name? i'm sure a little there's chicago west mm-hmm. on on kylie oh you so you think that I'm Kylie's a, I, a surrogate I'm a, parent? I like that conspiracy theory. I don't buy into it. But well, I do if, really if like Travis it. If Travis Scott is the father, there's only two options because he only knows four words total. Right. The kid's either going to be, it's lit, lit, or straight up Kardashian. <laughs> so there's like limited options. So it's one of those two if you want to bet any money. If any, if any listeners out there are, you know, they want to gamble on yeah, they can on bet that, on mybookie.ag. Yeah, shout, shout out mybookie.ag. <laughs> 
Uh, Thank maybe you we for should sponsoring give James our the winnings pod. because he's out of a job. Hell yeah. Anyway, yeah. you're sad, dude. You're just sad to be around. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, moving guys. Moving on. So the first thing I want to touch on is. Well, All right, it was awesome to be here. Thank you so much, um, <laughs> uh, Lawrence. I'm forcing you to stay. I'm um, I want to talk about Fashion Bros, which Fashion are, Bros, which our readership might not be familiar with, which is a travesty. They asked because, me because it I was wrote a about genius it program before its time. Thank, Thank you. you. So that's I, that's a weird compliment. Before its time, and we get that a lot. Well, I think because it's because everybody like, in fashion right now is so obsessed with rappers, Ugh, and we were first. Yeah, we culturally appropriated we hip hop first. We were the Ray J's of this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> god. Oh god! So, uh, can you tell me or us which guests had the best style and which ones wore the most ridiculous shit? Tommy Ton had the best style. Tommy oh, Ton. Yeah. Before we pivoted to uh, fake interviewing rappers. Uh, we had like real fashion people on. So Tommy Ton, Nick Wooster, who else? Am I was that it? Was really I think that Mark McNary. Oh, Ronnie, Mark McNary. Feig, but yeah, Ronnie Feig. Feig. like a figure. Yeah, I think uh, I mean Wooster and Tommy it. are like legitimately stylish guys, as anyone and, who would listen to this podcast knows. And so. before mm-hmm. that, it was just which kind of I think Loki is our favorite era of like fashion movies. It was just fucking crazy like weird sketches that we just like, yeah. I don't it was know, just like a terrible it. sketch comedy yeah. show. But the yeah. thing about it that I resonated with especially like working at Fashionista, you guys called out a lot of the BS in mm. the men's yeah. wear world that For sure. we yeah. enjoy doing at Fashionista.com because there's a lot yeah. of it. That's, um, that's my favorite style. shit about Fashionista and that was always my favorite shit at Complex and I think Four Pins did it as well was like... You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> just pointing out the absurdity of, of, of yeah, all Let's this. be real. This is a ridiculous world that we live in and if you're not willing to call a spade a spade, then listen, what is the point? I think Mira yeah. Duma kind of did that. Ooh. <sighs> Too soon? Marin Duma. Oh, that's what we were just talking about? Yeah, the Russian lady. Fucking Russians, man. Uh, rapper with the best style. I want to say ASAP Ferg. Yeah. Well, or Race Ferg, Ferg was there like slinging his like yeah, Pac Sun collab. So oh, my, we, oh, my God. We, 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 and even James and I think we're wearing like these like really cheap like ASAP. Young and world, Reckless like, hockey jerseys. Yeah, young and, oh, yeah, young and Reckless, which is, um, speaking of reality shows, that's the brand of... Rob Deerdick's like cousin. Drama. That's drama. Drum- that's drama. And Chanel friends. West Coast. Shout out oh fucking God. Chanel. Speaking of fucking rappers, Chanel West Coast is the best rapper. Um, I haven't thought about her that in like five years. She's a meme. She's laughing hysterically at Rob Deerdick on a ridiculousness or whatever. That's her job, right? Yeah. It's to just sit yeah. and laugh at it's stuff. Just sit and laugh that's all I've gathered from We need an intern to do that for you guys. It really helps with the ego thing. That's why James and I have our podcast interns. They just laugh at our jokes that aren't like necessarily funny. I would say, back to your question, Alyssa, the best style. I liked Ray Schremer. With the goggles, like the ski, oh, the, goggles the, the, ski goggles. the ski goggles, like apropos of nothing, like being inside yeah. and just having them as like a headwear accessory. I, I was a big fan of that. Um, I got pretty high uh, sitting next to yeah. Slim Jimmy as he smoked a blunt to the dome piece. Yeah, <laughs> and I just sat. They there. like like we're we're getting ready to film and there's just like blunt guts all over the desk. I'm Yo, like, Migos was very swaggy. Oh yeah, well they had the most they had the most jewelry. Like I feel like now one of them was wearing a bathrobe. Which, like, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah. And this was before bathrobes were things. Yeah, I feel like meanwhile that is super trendy right yeah. now. We were on Migos early because now they're these huge superstars, A list. And back then it was just starting to happen. And evidence of that would be the fact that they agreed to do Fashion Bros to right. begin with, something that they, they would not even remotely entertain. Yeah, separately. Wow. But they, but they had mad chains on. We wore some chains. It was fun. That was good. That was yeah, a good one. I would say they taught us uh, how to dab. 
And this is before dab. Well, it's funny because before dab became this dance dance maneuver, it was a term that they used that would be what now people say drip or swag. Yeah. Steez. It was like, which I don't know how it went from A to B, but say we don't say swag. We say dab dab. Yeah. And there's this weird like facial thing finger to the the face. Yeah. Bizarre. But anyway, shout out uh, James and I being ahead of the curve as always. I'm allowed to ask this question because I'm wearing a cardigan. Uh, Migos, who's Cardi B engaged to? Offset. 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 Okay. He was on. He had just gotten out of prison and yeah. or jail, and he was and he, and he did fa- fashion. Bros was one of his first like okay. appearances because the whole thing is when the Migos really rose to prominence originally, it was only two Offset members were free. One Damn. Offset was it, so he missed out on that, and luckily now he is living the best life, okay. which he deserves. But he yeah. he missed out on that that kind of initial meteoric kind of. He was jump. the scariest one, or he was like the they were all two of them were great, and then he was just like sitting there quiet and like silent and he just got out of jail and it was like kind of scary but yeah. i guess he was like high out of his fucking mind you gotta um, have some me time when you come yeah, out they of jail. all came they all came separately like on separate flights and they all because have like eight bodyguards and then their own entourage they came separately awesome. because th- they were supposed to come together mm. two of them missed the first flight one of them missed the second flight so then eventually they got there at like 5 p.m or something there was some drama with the tsa that someone was telling us that like rapper at that point rappers were getting like detained before flights because it, a lot it was of, the day bobby schmurter got arrested. oh that's what it was yeah. bobby schmurter had been just been arrested and now free bobby um but um yeah it was, uh, they were i think all in uh, we started five hours late <laughs> all right that sounds about right it's rapper time that's For why that's yeah. that's why jay's always late to 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 produce both of our podcasts. Did we talk about how we have a producer in common? Yes, we've definitely talked about producer Jay. Producer Jay, love you, bro. Does he get a Shared mic on, on, on your pod? He does sometimes. Wow, Jay, looks, looks, looks like we ran out of mic. Always good. Jay is a really funny stand-up comedian. I don't know. If you, <laughs> <laughs> you should do some. St- well, we're gonna give you a stand-up slot on our pod. Anyone so listening, go look up Fashion Rose videos, and then go look up producer Jay videos. I don't even know what your real name is or anything, but uh, go find that shit. <laughs> Future Hendrix. Future so Hendrix. So was uh, were the Migos chains up to par that they are? Today? Hell yes. Yeah. It probably was the same ones. I don't think. Well, I feel. I feel like there's probably a rotation, right? But like you know, you gotta get a new chain every so often. But they were fucking very nice. Yeah, they were Migos heavy. Migos at the we, Met we Gala is definitely going down in history. Is one of my. Oh, favorite. that was in, that was incredible. Amazing. That's a moment. Um and funny that you said that they were wearing bathrobes because like Rihanna was just in French Vogue in a bathrobe and Alexander Wang had a mink bathrobe like. Bathrobes are fucking tight. Yeah. Bathrobes are hell. I don't own a bathrobe currently, but now I'm feeling like you, I need to Everyone out there listening. I need to go steal one from a hotel. Yeah, Please for real. buy one. Um, who were the funniest or most obnoxious guests? Ray Schremer, the best. The most obnoxious was Mike Will Made It. <laughs> he like, He's like, yo, I've watched some episodes. I get what you're about. I'm going to be, I'm going to like play this character of being an asshole. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to play along. It'll be more fun. We're like, no, 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 don't do that. That's going to ruin <laughs> it. He's like, no, no, I got this. too well. And there's like one bit where I was like, yo, Mike will made it. A producer. I was like, yo, like how much you charge for a beat? And he's like, I don't know, like 300K. And I was like, Psh, I can do what you do. And I pull out like garage band on my oh phone my and gosh. I like play some keys. And unscripted, Mike he takes my phone and it. throws it across the room. No, <laughs> that's your phone. Which is a very Jax maneuver. I was going to say that's I like Jax. That. I love that. Tom's face. Wait, wait, is that, wait, was that my, my phone? phone? <laughs> also, I love how they set up the clip thinking it's going to be this amazing moment where Jax threw Schwartz's phone, but it's just Jax's phone. Right. I Fucking just love it. Typical Bravo. Jax needs smoke to lay screen. off the pasta, if you know what I mean. Dude, Ooh. he the is pasta robust. And the alcohol. <laughs> 
No, he needs to start hitting the pasta. No, he's fat as shit now. He needs I'm to not lose weight. Pasta, pasta is a. Oh, you're talking about cocaine. Pasta oh, see, I'm not. See, this is why I'm not. But see, and but then I Ariana, to... Ariana tweeted that there is a code word for coke, but it's not pasta. But it has to be pasta because I don't believe Lala eats pasta. That girl doesn't eat carbs. Mm. That girl hasn't seen mm. a carb this side yeah, of like. That's that's a misdirection. It's clearly pasta, which is actually hilarious because I've heard of pizza as um, a euphemism for cocaine. Hmm. It's just these goddamn Italians. Yeah. This is Yo, turning shout into out a Big Pharma. Rules conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah. I need to start that. Which I'm kind of um, into. But. Another obnoxious guest to kind of further James's point, Ronnie. So Ronnie. I uh, was in the day that you recorded with Ronnie. So, 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 yeah. yeah, so Ronnie, uh, shout out Ronnie, love Ronnie. I feel like James and I have like a personal relationship with him a little bit. But uh, Joe LaPuma, uh, one of our old colleagues at Complex, had brokered that Ronnie Feig fashion bros kind of appearance and definitely didn't let Ronnie know what mm-hmm. he was in for, I think, because, again, that makes the joke funnier. Unlike, he did seem a little taken So it's like the yes. anti-Mike Will thing, though ultimately Ronnie's, an, his innate reaction to our kind of interview style was to be like, extremely visibly angry. Yeah. So that was Especially also- Especially when we- took out a marker and scribbled a shoe design and pitched him on a uh, Fashion Bros Ronnie Fi. Yeah. That's a great episode because he also reveals, and I don't believe this to be true, this is probably just like a nice improv comedy moment, but according to Ronnie Feig, on record, on Fashion Bros, you can look it up for yourself, lost his virginity in a pair of Tims. That's right. <laughs> Definitely so not I real, came, but let's all just say that it's real. I came to the complex offices to interview you guys for a story I was doing that day, and I watched you record some with Ronnie. And oh that my was God, one that's right. I segments. think that's the first time Wait, I, we that's met. that's where Failing Upwards came from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. That was different. That, that, was, just, that's that your, was a separate that's your, thing. That, I believe you opened interview. that story with the mention that there was a lot of dick jokes. There were a lot of dick jokes. This was yeah. the story about our menswear editors having more fun, I think. Yeah, probably. Um, That's the answer. There were a lot answer? of imagine, dick imagine jokes like Ronnie... that story being written today, like the, all those menswear stories that like no one would like work like that. Like going back reading those, which I do all the time because I read all my old press <laughs> um, to keep myself from uh, committing suicide. Um, yeah, they're always really. Uh, listen, I appreciate all the free press, but they You're are welcome. ridiculous in retrospect. You're welcome. But thank you very much, Tyler. But, but it was it was a lot of dick jokes, and Ronnie just seemed like very bewildered like way by too like cool everything for school, that was happening. Which I think <laughs> is like I guess to an extent part of his appeal. He takes himself extremely seriously because he does what he loves, and his life is his brand, and vice versa. So a I kind of get it. Fellow. But Ray Schremer, the most fun guess those Hell kids yeah. um because they were before. absolutely kids and that was before they were the fucking massive superstars they are now no, I, I think their whole thing is that since the beginning and i would imagine if if we were to somehow hang out with them today i want to say that they were that still pure of heart they would act exactly the same but they were so excited that yeah. anyone gave a shit about them that they were just like so happy and to we, be like anywhere and we pulled out all the stops and them. we we love them and still do and so i think they were like extra stoked that they were actually being interviewed by people that could like recite their shit and find speaking of looking up embarrassing videos of jay online we found these like old yeah. ass videos of them from they like, were a trio like, early 2000s and it was like snap were, music yeah. like soldier boy era like kind of like, and they're not from XLTs. atlanta but they were like yeah they're from where they're from like kansas Tolu- from oh. tolupo mississippi tolupo. but then they moved to atlanta yeah. and like to yeah they were they were trying to be like a, a kid group because like when they blew up like how old they were, were they children. they were still pretty yeah. yeah so when they were like 12 they were also trying to do this and break into show business and uh that shit is amazing if anyone wants to go back and fuck what were the they out called of, out of state boys oh yes oh. hell yes oh shit is gosh. flames look it up highly recommended so as we said fashion bros was probably a little bit before its time if you could you. have an 
episode now and get any rapper as a guest. Kanye Who West. would you want to get? Okay, let's okay, not, not talk Kanye, about Kanye West. Kanye will come up later. Well, I don't want to play. If they can't be Kanye, no. Um, <laughs> you know, someone who we could each go. Who oh, are you? R.I.P. Man. I know. Or how about we should all go around the room? We could all name the rapper we think would work best in that format. Oh, James, man. go first. Um, I I guess Rocky was always kind of like a dream oh, guest. Oh yeah. Because uh, like he is funny. He's like he's fun hilarious. Yeah. And is down to fuck around, but also down to like have that serious talk, just like just like us, you know. Yeah. Jay. I would love to see a Desus and Mero and fashion. Those aren't rappers, over. dude. Matter. Did you say guests or rappers? Out of both of you guys, rappers. out of all four of oh. you guys. Jesus and Meryl are much funnier than us. I don't know where the front of the mic is, Jay. Like, I feel. I feel like Lil Yachty would have been a fun guest. Yeah, he would definitely. I feel like have fun with. He loves sure. fashion. Um, I'm gonna go with Cardi B. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you I, ever have a female guest? On Fashion Bros? Wow, no, we did not. Uh, that is not. Sorry. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry well, for not being an ally. 2018, we're woke. Get You've had Cardi bad B on guests, the... including your girl Alyssa, mm-hmm. on Failing Upwards. We, we rectified the situation. Yeah, we made up for it. So right. don't come Cardi B would have been a fantastic guest oh, as well. God. Yeah, she's, she's just built for press. Like, sure. I mean, obviously, if you've seen her on any like late night or interview show, she's just fucking she's incredible. A, yeah. a plus. Tyler? I'm abstaining because I'm a white girl in a cardigan, so I just feel like I don't <laughs> have right. a good answer to contribute. What's the to what's the young twelve year old bad baddie? Zayn Zayn would be boring. What about Harry? I love Steve. him so much. Oh, I love Harry. Ooh, Steve. What yeah, about Lil Pump? Steve. You can talk about Gucci Ooh, for eight Lil, hours. Lil Pump would be out of control. Yeah. Yeah. I speaking speaking of uh, pasta, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> Your boys speaking of snorting the carbs. Your boys carbo loading. <laughs> you, you got it. You got a carbo. But I feel like somebody with the Gucci gang, yeah, reputation could be a good fit for Fashion Bros. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Or fucking Gucci Mane. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe that would. be I mean, like literally any. Well, actually, I would love Soldier Boy. Would have been huge. Any for us. rapper. Really, anybody. Fifty cent. <laughs> and if any rappers listening want to just money. come on our podcast. Yeah. Let's just do it. Get 50 Cent with his Bitcoin money. Fuck 50 Cent. That dude's annoying. I don't like, I don't he, like 50 Cent. I just read today he made like millions of dollars selling his album with Bitcoin. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he made like billions of dollars with the vitamin water. Not yeah. billions, but like no, he made 400 million. million. 400 million? Oh, God, I forgot about it. I know he bought Mike Tyson's old house. I know that was like the thing with his vitamin water money. Get Ja Rule on Fashion Bros to oh tell his side of the fire fest. Veni Vidi Vici slept on album. Ja Rule's right. first. Look it up. Um, wow. So just talking about hip hop, just we've talked about this a lot in the office and on the website and on previous podcasts, just how designers are relying so heavily on hip hop culture right now. And culture vultures. Yeah. Yeah. Culture, culture vultures. vultures. Uh, sometimes mm, vultures it works out well. Sometimes it doesn't. Like With- your boy fucking Philip Pline. I don't want to talk. I uh, talk first of all, Philip please don't put Klein. that on us. Don't trigger Alyssa. Yeah, I will have a. I just audibly a farted into the mic. Spiral. That's what um, I think about that fucking idiot. But the Donald Trump of fashion, right? Uh, one of them. Maybe that's maybe that's too him, generous. I don't want to give him. Yeah, like Philip Pine. That's a lot of power. Um, yeah, Philip Pine is opening a store on Mercer Street, and oh, the sign really? you says couldn't, you couldn't tell by the gigantic fucking window no signage. No mercy on Mercer. Yeah. Sick. God bless him Sick. for sticking to his fucking brand. Sorry that I said the F word. But well, I mean, yeah, I guess kind of, kind of, yes. Like you respect it because it's so shitty, but at the same time, it's like also it would be cool if he didn't just suck. He makes a ton of money, though. Of course, Who, shitty right, people always make. Who's 
buying who's buying Philip people Park? in like Philly Russia Park. and the Middle East, Las and Vegas, Russian people. Miami has like a huge successful business in Vegas. Terrible L.A. probably. I I do genuinely respect people who stick to their shit. Right, like that's that's your thing. It's gonna be your thing the rest of time, and you don't care if like Paris people Hilton like it, people don't like it. Fine. Yeah, of course she does. Because who else would hang out with her or give her free clothes in this day and age? <laughs> I would actually. Yeah, everyone, Paris Hilton is the shit. But my question mm. is, out of the hip hop community, who do you think actually has good style, and who do you think is actually influential in the fashion? and in the culture well definitely rocky and i get and it, listen when you're talking about rappers and fashion there's always this like inside baseball caveat of like who has the best stylist and that kind of stuff and um i think i think rocky is someone who he obviously has a stylist matthew henson is someone that james and i mm. work Shout with out that matthew. yeah legend. He's um, awesome. absolute legend in the game he also works with what the weekend and mm-hmm. um, but anyway i think rocky as far as impact and what the kids care about and i see this all the time obviously you know working at grailed and just seeing like what kind of moves the needle on social and on our site and who are the new kind of like really rock stars for these kids. And I think and outside of Kanye, who I think is like the top of that pyramid. We can I think, talk about Kanye next. I, th- I, think, I think Rocky is right there. I think for a while I uh, Cardi was as well. Um, I think Playboy pe- Cardi. Yeah, Playboy Not Cardi. Cardi B. No. Wait, you think Playboy no, Cardi was influencing Well, can designers? I, can I, well, no, no, I, I, influential in the space as far as like moving the needle for the kids and like making surfacing a certain type of look. So for me with Playboy Cardi, he was doing this like Vivian Westwood punk thing with mm. a little Japanese mixed in. Mm. And I feel like that has trickled down into like kids starting their own brands and preferring this like thrashed punk look because like. I guess when we really think about it, like what is punk music today? It's like a SoundCloud rapper, like that's the same lo-fi kind of thing, kind of you know DIY as well with, with fashion as well as music. So that those would be my kind of. That answers. has to be like something, and I want to say I, I heard it either like from Machine Gun Kelly or his stylist. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, he does have a very good stylist. Uh, is that like rappers are the new rock stars? Absolutely. I mean, again, it's just like. Rap is the dominant cultural art form. Well, so from that is going to come all the other stuff that, I, that comes with it, such as, like, for example, fashion. I think, like, when we were at, when I was at Complex, which was at Four Pins, there was very much that moment of, like, rappers leveling up and becoming, like, muses to the to yeah. the designers and, like, being invited to shows and shit, which you saw in, like, the 90s and everything, but it kind of, that cycle came around again. And then you were saying this, Lawrence, and I kind of, you know, will fucking glob onto this theory, is that, like, Rappers are the new rock stars, like, was a thing. But now it's, like, these designers are the new rock stars, like, yeah. Virgil, mm. fucking Don C, Jerry, Jerry Lorenzo, yeah. uh, John Elliott. Like, those dudes are, I guess if you're asking about, like, what influences the kids, it's, I don't know, you you believe that it's more these guys now. No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, too. I mean, I think that when Virgil, like, for example, he just took a bow wearing a stray rat's hoodie in his most recent show, which is, like, a streetwear brand, I'm sure... Um, assuming that style was like available on the website, I guarantee you that sold out because at the end of the day, not only is Virgil designing and trying to sell his own clothes, but he's like putting on the kind of kids because he was put on himself. So I think there's that kind of kind of, you know, this idea of like hand holding and helping out, you know, people that you respect, but they can move units too, just based on what their personal style is. And you see it with Jerry as well. Before sure. we move on from this, I do want to talk about Kanye just because thank you lately. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Finally. Finally. Did you know I interviewed him? I yes, <laughs> I think everybody knows I that. I think about you it every day. Him, but James stepped like on his to, foot. If you would like to give a little, I interviewed Kanye West. There's Can I a, ask you a question? What does yeah. he What does he smell like? 
You know who spells really good is Big Sean. Big Sean spells. No, I'm amazing. really. I know that that sounds like a creepy question, but I'm always really curious. No, what it's James not creepy at all. Like. I think about I it all the time. I don't remember. I don't. I think I blacked out all senses the entire interview. Right. Um, no, yeah. I totally get that. I will say this: his skin was incredible. God bless. It was like it was just glowing. I mean, it was like Valentine's Day, so he probably got that V Day head. Uh, it was the day after <laughs> the first <laughs> easy show. Celebratory. I'm, I'm happy that you thought that through. I think that's how it works. I don't Damn, know. Kanye, um, you look like you just got your dick sucked. <laughs> and uh, can't remember what he smells like. No. But. He was glowing and well moisturized. He was in a great mood, right? Yes. You caught him at like I mean, he's someone that uh, I've I've been lucky enough to be around just a handful of times, and I've seen I've seen a blow up like the patented what everyone wants to like say is his almost like you know a cruising altitude, which it's not at all. But like him in an awesome enthusiastic mood, yeah. dare I say manic. Is quite Ooh. the treat. Dare yeah, you, you say it? You could. You could I see don't the, mean. Did I say it allegedly? I don't know what I said. Eyes. Yeah, but he's what, the best. But what do we think about Kanye's? I mean, quote unquote, happy Kanye. Like he's looked amazing lately. He just yeah. had a kid, but he wears head to toe sweats. I love all it, man. I love it. What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it's like this weird thing because it's chicken or an egg. Because like if anyone else did it, it wouldn't be cool. But right. but it's Kanye. So there's the argument that Kanye could wear anything, and it's funny because. That's a, a that is a extremely hyperbolic statement, but to be real, at least not using hindsight because we can look back like when he was in the Givenchy leather mm-hmm. skirt era, like that looks ridiculous Dude, right now. Like but at the blouse. but at the time, you're like, damn, my man is a fucking rock star. And yes, they should call themselves the throne because my man is a king and he's in a leather kilt. So again, in the moment, he just it's again it's everything that comes with Kanye that I think elevates his personal style. But to your point, the super casual sweats, Carhartt, Kmart Kanye look. It looks fucking sick. Could I wear it? Could James wear it? I mean, I'm I don't know. Start wearing it because I'm unemployed. I yeah. Fucking love it. Um, <laughs> I think Kmart might be out of your budget, bro. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, yo, maybe we'll come over on some Supreme and Kmart and cake up. Yeah. Uh, I do think that like rapper style is just fucking jump the shark at this point. Um, everyone is just trying like with the whole Gucci thing, and then yeah. it's like the like struggle Gucci, like all these like fucking Twitter brands, like emoji sweatpants and shit. And uh, yeah, I don't think that a lot of rappers have good style now. And yeah. I think that Kanye is a great like antithesis to that. Um, He's like, it's the norm core, right? It's, it's literally, it, it this is, is norm core, like the next level, right? Lawrence and I have a theory and it's mostly propagated by our dude, Jake Wolf at GQ that Kanye is heavily influenced by Shia LaBeouf. The source. What? The source, TM. Absolutely. Another fire rapper. This is like confirmed. This is also like not so much a theory that it is like confirmed. Uh, right. Most recently, Kanye famously like got the hat, got the hat that Shia was if wearing you look at, if you look when at, he was filming that tank movie. He no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when Shia was filming the, Fury, Fury, Fury with Brad he started Pitt. wearing like fucking vintage military boots from like World War II. He was like II method acting in, in putting his fits together. He was wearing together. like big sweatshirts and like really tight pants and that's directly influenced uh, yeah. Yeezy season one. Yeah. And I feel like even subsequent seasons Tyler's since Yeezy's been... Blown. My mind right now, like my face is like... Yeah. I need to hear more of this. Is Kanye's there like a, a, shit, a, like a Tumblr where I can find evidence of this or something? Or like uh, a website? Oh, like, like people like connecting either about Twitter? Yeah, there was a... New York Mag wrote an article about the Shadow Shia influence, which I was extremely happy to contribute to. Uh, James and I are both big. Obviously, the Holy Trinity, and I hope, I, James, you don't mind me speaking for you, as far Hopefully. as like uh, celebrity, Brew. real celebrity style, quote unquote, is the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit is Kanye, Shia, and Jonah Hill. 
Even though Jonah is not part of the weird kind of symbiotic Kanye, or maybe not so much symbiotic, but the, the Kanye Shia kind of like flow. He I is, like it. He's, he's part of it. He's in that area. I passed area him once on the street. In, while you're talking about this, I recently watched that uh, skateboard documentary with and uh, Jonah Hill was a talking head. Mm. and He was a skater. He was a skater growing so up. Why, so what about his style is so influential, do you think? Well, I don't think it's so much influential. My whole thing is like it's extremely authentic. So the big issue that I guess Supreme, not that Supreme really has any issues, but when you have Justin Bieber wearing Supreme, that devalues Supreme in the eyes of like real fans that have been aware of the brand for a long time prior mm-hmm. to this kind of boom that we're in now. When you have families in Baltimore pulling but, up to the clout corridor in a limo yeah. in Supreme beanies. But what's awesome That's about Jonah is knowing that he comes truly from skating culture, skating when he was younger, and hangs out at like Labor Skate Shop in New York and wears Palace. To, to me, while at the end of the day, he's rich so he can afford all this stuff, he probably does have a stylist, though I have heard conflicting reports about that. But at I don't the, know that he does. But at the end of the day, um, I guess knowing the backstory and knowing that it comes from a real, and the fact that he's not a poser, I think is, but but you might not know that. So the average person, though, I, I guess the average person is not probably looking at Jonah Hill paparazzi pics, <laughs> but they might be like, this guy looks like an Yo, idiot. Shout out our new social media guy from yeah. Failing Upwards. He has a uh, Instagram account that is just Jonah Fitz. Yeah, Jonah and he, Fitz so that's yeah. that's your blanket. Whenever there's a new Jonah Fit out there, he's that's got really it on smart. IG for you. No, I, I think huge the Jonah resource. story. I think that it's a very feel good story, right? Like he came up in a. Super bad. Yeah. And everyone just thought he was just this fucking clown. Well, see, you're not a real club. Jonah head because you will know that you he, on screen, on the silver screen, he was virgin. accepted. What? Yeah, accepted. he was accepted. Ooh. All right, but what I'm saying is that that was when he became like a household name, right? Blake Lively like a few noses ago. A few noses ago. Yeah, um, right. You're so but now, true. But he was, he was just this like fucking, yeah. you know, schlub. And then now he just like dressed and, you know, was in the, was like, criticized for like his weight losing weight gaining weight the weight and, the weight fluctuations now, people seem to really it. care about but you know, shout out my boy he's I killing it i passed him in the street one day and i recognized that it was him because um he was wearing he did that celebrity thing of like he was wearing a baseball cap but it was a bright red hello dolly baseball cap and i was like so, you're kind the, of shooting yourself in the foot the but Leo also method. it looked real sick yeah and, and he funny. has a French bulldog. He's like such a sick New Yorker. He's like wearing cool Ugh. dad streetwear. He's hitting all the cool spots in Soho. He's got his French winter. bulldog. He's got like his girlfriend. It's awesome. I, I know, know fewer than three blondes who have been hit on him in the past. Not recently. I don't know how long. Who hit on him or were hit who, on by him? Who have been hit on by him. Ooh. Yeah. And it's interesting you bring up the poser thing just because. They're very lucky. A year or so ago, there was that whole thing where Vogue did Skate Week and all of these designers were adopting, you know, skate culture and we sent a writer who was a skater out and did some research and found out that skaters were not too keen on fashion yeah, people I believe adopting they, their... they thought it was not gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> it did not shred. Yeah. But, um, Bro, this like doesn't shred. Authentic- Models wearing Thrasher can't even kickflip. Yeah. But I feel like authenticity is just like the most important thing. Which is you- funny because no one seems to give a fuck about it in fashion at the end of the day if it'll make you some money. So, I mean, I'm, I kind of see both we sides. Asked, we asked our boy Noah Johnson, the narc dad, uh, about this and he was like eh I don't really care which I think is okay. like a pretty skater attitude about it I don't yeah, yeah I mean I, I think I but think you this... can also tell when someone is being authentic and when someone is a oh if you're a poser you're a fucking newly. poser yeah, and it's yeah I mean it's clear, pretty it's it's pretty you can fast. you can see it a mile away so to me it's like it's like neither pornography here nor there. according to a uh, first lady whatever George Bush's wife or whatever like if you, you know Laura you Bush sure I don't know you talking about Nancy Reagan? It's that famous line. She's like, "What is pornography? You know it when you see it." 
Well, all right. Shout out pornography. Porno history. Well, I want to play on this theme of authenticity a little bit. So we write about street style a lot. And in women's wear, it is it has become just this very manufactured advertising opportunity. For right? Sure. Like the influencers and the editors are just gifted things and it's right off the runway looks, whatever. Um, would you say that men's street style is more or less manufactured than women? I'll let Lawrence take this one because... He loves getting street style. Yeah, it's absolutely it's absolutely <laughs> less. It's funny the street style stars in menswear are more um, authentic industry people versus mm-hmm. like okay, there's always going to be bloggers that are like right. whatever. But in menswear, it's like again, it's like Nick Wooster, industry veteran. Yeah, um, Bruce Pask. Bruce Pask, the fucking director of uh, the men's fashion director at Bergdorf and Neiman Marcus. So it's like real Eugene Tong. You know, these guys are green. My yeah, dude. exactly. Like all, a lot of these guys are buyers. They're at, look, look at the GQ guys. Will Welch, Mark Anthony Green. Like these mm-hmm. are dudes that have a real function in this industry. They're not just fucking jerk offs with the blog with rich parents <laughs> or anything like that. So for me, it's absolutely more authentic. And because I read the notes that you were so nice to send over ahead really of time. Organized, I also I can admit that I have not heard of many cases of guys like renting clothes, like getting doing outfit changes or renting clothes, which I know is is kind of prevalent in the women's world. Though yeah, I like do borrowing. know mm-hmm. of one person who I'm not going to call out. I wish you would. Um, Alex Badia, I believe, is like one, who's that w, WWD guy. I've heard. Is he still there? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he and he gets street styled a ton, so I think he he, he leverages his oper- his um knowing that he's for sure going to be photographed. I think he leverage. I've heard allegedly that that has been leveraged into like whatever getting getting stuff. He's um, the only dude I've seen that will like go up to the photographer and work out. He's like, okay, I'm going to walk across the street yeah. here and you're going to shoot me, which I think is more prevalent in like the women's world. Yeah. And then he'll like look at the photos on the camera. Whereas like the men's thing, it's so, it. it's so cool. Like for Josh Peskowitz to like, like it's like act like it's not happening and then just be like, Hey, what's up Tommy? And then have a conversation versus like, okay, where do you want me? Or I'm going to stand my I'm jacket's this twirl. color. So I'm going to stand with this background or anything. Well, like there's that, that one absurd. thing. If you have that relationship with Tommy or Phil O or yeah. something like that, but if you don't and you want to build it, like, what are you going to do? You're going to borrow. Gonna be a thirst ball. Look 35 from Gucci. Yeah. I do think that that's, that's really interesting because Alex does, if it is Alex, which no one is saying it is, um, he does work at women's wear. And I yeah. do think in women's media, especially being shot for street style adds to your desirability as like a job. Oh, it helped, it helped my career. For, I've, I've never editor, met yeah. anyone, uh, men's or women's, where like they wouldn't absolutely fully admit that it for sure helps your career. Absolutely. I've had publicists Tommy. tell me that I'm doing myself a disservice by not trying to be really? more of a... Really? Yes. Well, when you try hard, that's when you die hard. Shout out Kanye West, the GOAT. Um, <laughs> I, no, if I you act like, a, do, if you act like do... a fucking thirst ball, like, I don't think... Th- so I don't know I don't know how you... Listen, if you could find a way to balance the line of trying to get street style without looking like you're trying to get street style, more power to you. I've never seen no, that, like, successfully him. executed, but again... I always Maybe. do his Fashion Week at Complex because Lawrence would start showing up in just the most clownish oh, sure. outfits. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh shit, it's Fashion yeah. Week. I pretty much wear the same what thing every clownish? day. Oh, what just would... just like putting things together. Like a Tom Brown top coat with the three stripes Love Tom that Brown, went by right the way. into the mm. three stripe mm-hmm, Adidas track mm-hmm, pants, mm-hmm, which went mm-hmm. right into the three stripe Adidas kicks, whatever you're wearing at the time. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. gazelles. Like I remember the outfit exactly. No, I've been mean, to James. Or like a to, fucking to umbrella James... with a middle finger on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, which was a lovely gift from my fiance. I don't think she thought I was going to use it to like bait street style. Uh, I, I'm sure first. you stopped listening a long time like, ago. Jenna. No, she'll she, no, she'll never listen. She doesn't um, listen to no, I definitely. Uh, but she likes us. 
Right. No, no, no. But when, to to James's point, I also feel like anyone, men or women, like that are that are going to Fashion Week and, and think that there is an opportunity to get street style, I think they are putting together even if they're not super studied in this, I think they're not wearing what they would normally wear every day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few cases of guys like a Robert Rabinsteiner, Rabinstein, however you pronounce it, where like that's just like an old swaggy Italian dude that probably like wears that look all the time. But I think for the most part, like people are trying like a little bit to put something interesting together because I don't know of anyone again who doesn't want to get street styled if they have the opportunity to. And do you find in men's fashion that there are people who don't have good style but they have access to a lot of expensive stuff and that they pile it on and they kind yeah. of go out in the world yeah absolutely oh for sure oh they for sure style? yeah the best yeah <laughs> or or is every see, single rapper yeah. out there or it's like seeing the, the the dude in the most like or chick in the most full turbo ridiculous outfit that is knows where the show is and like mm-hmm. knows where to, but they're like not going to the show they're just like ling- <laughs> the linger my favorite the, the linger. Move. Yeah, so it's just again, it's just like, the, like wild I'm on thirst. My cell phone and like, I've also, yeah, where I'm also am I going? Where's my driver? Oh my god, I love that movie. Or like fakes, you see. I feel like I've heard. Uh, we had a our street style photographer from Grailed was in Paris. Shout out Chris Fenimore, and he was shooting street style, and he was saying that because streetwear is like super popping now, there's a lot more like fakes, so like fake Yeezys, fake off white wow. stuff like that. Really? Because like again, it's like if that's what people are photographing because that's what's trendy it's and true, people want to see. And it's like, all right, so I just got to get that stuff. Well, it's hard to get, so it's like just buying fakes. But um, the thing that, that was funny to him is that it was clearly obviously fake, yeah. which is How then like never... getting exposed for that? Like, well, because no because no, nobody's thing, taking like... their picture. Got it. So it's just people embarrassing themselves, which is awesome. Got it. <laughs> never gets old. I do it every the day. The one time Tommy Ton shot me, I think that photo is on all my dating apps. <laughs> oh, nice. So what were you wearing? Nice. Again, I was wearing some ridiculous ridiculous shit I, I went to the jeremy scott show yes and was wearing like a fucking the most absurd thing i only wore once and it was just like how i, I looked like a clown and i got shot so that's, that's there you go proof's in the pudding people totally um so something that we wrote about over the summer is that so many women's wear influencers wore the same exact things to the point where it was almost like an outfit formula right yeah. they would wear like a polka dotted dress and a straw wicker basket. Oh, same. And, like the Adam Selman Lespec sunglasses, which Tyler and I both, both own because I'm sheeple. Um, <laughs> do you think there is a menswear influencer or streetwear influencer formula? And could you tell us what the items in that formula are? Like what the what the outfit is? What yeah. the out was the, the exact outfit. outfit? And I'm sure I can picture it in my head. Supreme box logo, box logo hoodie. Yeah, it's pretty odd. Well, yeah, it would be so, white Nikes. Yes, for sure. Um, like I a think logo hoodie underneath like a very like high fashion top coat or something. Yeah, like a maybe like a raglan sleeve like car like coat the most or top obvious coat. High yeah. low mix you could think. Of. Yeah, for sure. And then the low is not even really low because it's a Supreme box logo yes, hoodie right. that costs twelve thousand dollars on eBay. Tw- excuse me, twelve hundred dollars on you know grailed or some shit. Um, but or if they really have that fucking bread, they'll cop that uh, coolest monkey in the jungle hoodie, which is on <laughs> eBay. It's on yeah. eBay for like oh fifteen God. grand. Yeah, how much? Thirty grand. H&M. I don't know. It was on eBay for Who a lot of money. Who wants to buy that for thirty grand? Uh, me, dude. Are you kidding me? Hang that shit in the rafters. It's a classic piece. <laughs> Get it. Archive piece. Get Archival H and M. Yeah. So, okay, uh, do we answer pants? the question? Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, basically, what it is is like, what are the trendy things that are happening, and then just put it together. So, for pants right now, and I'm victim of this because I'm wearing a kind of pant like this today, but like a a bigger baggier trouser. Yeah. From like, a, like a, from, from a design, like from comb or from La Mer or something like that. Or yeah, for a while it was like shredded, destroyed Saint Laurent crash denim. 
mm-hmm. you know, with probably a pair of Saint Laurent boots that would have been a look maybe like a year ago. Okay. There, you know, there's also like the Rick guys that, or the in the Yoji guys where they're like yeah. Rick or Yoji out head to toe. I'm familiar they're, with that. You know, doing like a full brand look. So it really it kind of depends on like what is your style sect, and then in, in within that sect, what is the trendiest thing of the moment? So for the streetwear dudes, which is basically like seems like the trend du jour, it's the off white yeah. Nikes and Supreme stuff, like and you the- said. Balenciaga. Oh, or the triple S is right. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of accessories this season too, I feel like I've noticed a lot of um like football scarves, like soccer teams. Yeah, that that that's yeah, I don't know. That's a gosha. It's like a gosha of that mom thing that like probably was on the runways six months ago and is now hitting the street. And then obviously clout packs are just can't be stops. I've I thought that after six months ago we were gonna that was like the peak of the the body cross body bag thing for dudes or dude, it is still going. And I fucking want like a product one i mean i'm not gonna buy one because uh you know i gotta be responsible i got mouths to feed over here um, i got a dog i got a dog yeah i got i got fucking diets to buy and dogs to feed but uh no i mean that's still going strong but that would be part of your paint by numbers outfit for sure some type of body bag that's so crazy yeah i can't i love them i think figure out how to wear that and not look insane well you don't see many actually you know what there's not many i've seen like streetwear chicks wearing them but it would be cool to see like a high fashion person work that into there i think that would be unexpected and interesting we had a a guest yesterday on the pod uh andy elway who's rocking a a leaks yeah but it was like a back it was more of like a backpack i guess you could wear it through the front but 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 again like alix is a brand i think that's like a high taste level cool cool brand so like even if they're doing the thing that other people are doing like that's the coolest i love what they're calling their shit which is a chest rig yeah yeah. Nice. Ooh. I mean, I feel That's like in which is high... the evolution of the cloud pack. Right. Do you guys know about like Kanye? Where it's like the it's literally it's a you can buy them on military surplus um, websites and like they did their own like 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 you know nicer materials like better nylons and they branded it. But it's literally like a, a fucking box you wear. Nope. It's and, like and it has straps, straps it has like, like shoulder like, straps. Yes, on both sides. Over, yeah, it's like it super in, like... intense and diesel. It's we'll show you wow. a picture. It's awesome. Um, I feel like in the high fashion women's wear space, people just wear the Gucci. Belt, belt bags, bags. As they call them like a fanny pack. Yes, it it's is like a fanny pack, a clout but it's, pack. It's, Let's just it's a belt. Bag. Call it what it is. That the shit is a clout call pack. It a belt, belt bag, but we will call it whatever we clout want. Clout pack. Um, Smoking on clout pack. Do you think there is a menswear equivalent? Like we've talked about this before. All of the trends are basically driven by the same crew of Insta girls: Gigi, Bella, Haley, Kendall. Yeah. All of those girls are there menswear equivalents of that who who everyone is following and everyone looks not to. menswear equivalents because menswear is not cool. But the streetwear to be yeah. specific okay, equivalents. I'm sorry. Streetwear. Yes. Yeah. Ian Connor, Lucas Sabat. And then uh, yeah. if you want to gully guy People Leo with Ian Connor. Yeah. Yes, they very much do. And then sorry, I guess what? are we not done I with him? No, absolutely not. Connor? If anything, he is only stronger and more powerful. Canceled. I, he's canceled in my world. Yeah, I think he's canceled. I. I thought he was just canceled. Permanently canceled. No, for sure. The internet came to cancel him, and somehow he was not canceled. And as far as I can tell, is only doing actually better than he was when he was supposed to be canceled. I mean, I think he kind of took a step back. So I I think, like, to to Lawrence's point, it's like, if you you follow these fucking rappers, and then you just find, like, the people in their clique, there's always, like, one stylish guy. I would say it's them. I can't think of, like, a specific example off the top of my head. But, uh... 
yeah. those guys are, you know will have like not a million followers but they'll have like six figures once again it's like you can always if you want if you want to put a little if you want to put a little bit of research in you can find the source for any crew mm-hmm. any kind of you know um super prominent guys so like rocky there's, some, there's someone who's informing rocky style there's Barry someone, also was canceled. not canceled yeah he wasn't well canceled nike, nike canceled he was canceled world, by nike but otherwise he seems to be doing just fine what about Jaden? Jaden's fire, dude. Here's my issue Jayden. with Jaden, right? He's, so he's a little too he, weird when, though when to like he, truly influence. Well, his the so his brand is trash, and his personal style is like pretty bad. But like he's also really cool. My issue, and this is very superficial, is when he cut the dreads and he has this look now. His hairline is like super fucked up and dumb looking. So like without the dreads, he like doesn't look awesome. Here you go. Yeah, he looked with the dreads. The dreads it's, the it, cha- it changed everything for me, and uh, now so I'm I'm very like I'm selling my Jaden stock as far as like <laughs> okay. you know, but Get um, out that shit coin. Yeah, I mean I think I mean like at the end of the day. Sorry, like, you just busted that out. Is Jaden holding his dreads at the Met Gala? Yeah, phone yeah. background. Okay, yeah, yeah you didn't know that about James. Sure. With his dreads. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. Oh, you, you didn't you didn't know that James was super cool. Yeah, I mean now you should know. I didn't know that. That's my just... phone back. My unlocked phone background is Michelle Lamy holding a sign that says butt muscle. Hell yeah. She is the goat. She's the goat. She's the goat. Um, so moving in a more fashion-y direction, oh, less streetwear. Really? James might be a little quiet on this front. But um <laughs> it's what quiet. Yeah, design- he's pretty stupid. What menswear designers do you geek out over? Uh, it can be current ones, past ones, just like I can, I can if our readers wanted to educate themselves about menswear because uh, they're not Super yeah, familiar with it. I, I, should they study up? I, I mean, I, I think everything comes back to Ralph. So I think Ralph Lauren, even though like that company is struggling now and they've had a lot of misses over the years, like with rugby and denim and supply um, and all that. I think I think Ralph is Ralph for a reason. Um, I right now I love Lemare. I think Kim Jones is extremely fascinating, and I'm really excited to see where he goes next. Presumably, yeah, Bur- Burberry. Oh, sorry, it's going to be Burberry. Oh well, he's ready. The th- cool thing about Kim Jones is like he's—it's one of these things where like he got the opportunity to like prove himself on the men's side, and I think his his influence and his range, even though he hasn't designed women's clothes, he proved that he can be a creative director for both sides of a business so i believe it's going to be burberry for him which will be really exciting um i loved what he did at louis vuitton um i love supreme i love palace i love brain dead i love noah so all of those kind of like you know basically the mount rushmore of streetwear brands mm-hmm. though to vary those are the other ones are like supreme is obviously much bigger than like brain dead but i think they all do tasteful streetwear um yeah uh Shout out kyle ing not, the I, that's i don't know i don't Philip uh, Klein. what else <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's like off the top of my head. Um, what about I, you, James? Yeah. Um, I re- I really like these, and I've really always liked these guys. Uh, like these mid level, like Scandinavian dudes. Like, I mean, I guess like acne is a little higher. Acne uh, is awesome. I agree. But like our legacy, yeah. uh, Norse projects. Always been a fan of. Um, always loved Undercover. Yeah. Shout out my fellow Japan. A lot of great Japanese. Like Yoji, Undercover, um, the Soloist. Uh, which is Takahiro Miyashita. Um, yeah, a lot of great Japanese designers. I mean, Japan is ground zero for basically everything, right? And also, we got to shout out Rick. Rick is oh, yeah. Rick is the basically goat. Rick. Rick Ralph. I mean, Rick is one of those you can give him one name. Everyone knows who you're talking about. He's the goat. There you go. I guess that's it. I don't know. No one said Ralph. No one said Dad. Yeah. No. <laughs> no I mean, I no. Mean, oh, no. That's. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I don't. Oh, so so with Ralph, I don't own any Ralph. I don't mm. plan on owning, owning any RAF. I see the value and yeah. the cultural significance. I, I, but you so absolutely RAF, sure. But I think I'm like personally for not as a good catch. You. Personally for myself and I think Lawrence, RAF is like 
a little too weird. Like okay. a little, like a yeah. notch too weird for us. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to wear fair. it, like but I absolutely yeah. appreciate it and understand right. the the kind of fervor around him I have right one, now. I have a few raft pieces, but if yeah. they're like, anytime I like think about wearing it, it's like, whoa, this is actually I love I love the stuff there. he did with Sterling Ruby if we want to get like super weird. I thought that stuff was wearable and super cool. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's always like the raft show is a can't miss. Um, it's He's going to basically be the compass, it seems like, for... Not just fashion, but even though he's older for youth culture, I mean, he is a lot of people like speaking of the source, right? I mean, a lot of people, there's a lot of younger designers like a Shane Gonzalez from Midnight Studios or whatever that kind of like, you know, wears his influences on his sleeve. And that is Raph for a lot of people. So you I'm know, trying to get into Drees, but it's hard. Oh, Drees. Damn. You Drees see the documentary? I have not. Oh, dude. On, can't on miss. my cue. Can't miss. So um, good. Yeah, Drees, yeah, Drees I can't too. afford Drees either. It's upsetting. Drees is awesome. Well, you just got to shop on Grailed, man. Yo, or heroin. Shout out heroin. Yeah. What are your thoughts on? I actually bought some drees on Grailed that turned out to be leggings. Uh, You bought like scuba pants, thinking (laughs) thinking they were just what like skinny trousers, just like like skinny little chinos. Yeah, the dude, (laughs) the dude was Russian and just like. Excuse me, these aren't the skinny little chinos I ordered. These are scuba pants. (laughs) Um, Speaking of really skinny pants, what are your thoughts on Celine Menswear by Eddie Slamon? Lawrence is not stoked. Yeah. So basically, the the deal when if we want to talk Eddie is. Uh, what he did at Dior Homme was transformative for menswear, yes. and no one is denying that. What he did for Saint Laurent was very reductive, and I think, like, I, I can't imagine a, a Eddie look being so obvious. So, like, I'm, I was super out on all that Saint Laurent fucking bullshit. Um, I can't even imagine what an like an Eddie Slimane design Celine menswear collection looks like if he just goes back to the well of skinny LA rockstar bullshit it's I think gonna justifiably piss off a lot of people and potentially be an opportunity squandered but if there is someone who let's be frank regard like say what you want he is a genius uh, if there's anyone who, who can do it, uh, I will say this. There is absolutely zero chance that the women's wear business improves because you don't go from Phoebe to Eddie. Mm, there's no, no. I feel like objectively, and listen, I know that certain people fuck with different types of styles, but I think objectively you can say that Phoebe is one of the best uh, women's, women's wear designers of all time. So I don't think Eddie can live up to that, not even to mention because he's not a good me- women's wear designer to begin with if you've seen any of his like terrible St. Laurent women's collection. Yes. But the men's wear, at least... At least it's going to be extremely interesting. Like, I am so excited to so, see what that means. But I definitely it, am not like, oh, no, my wallet is going to be so empty. I'm not one of those yeah. types that are, like, freaking out over it's, it. It's crazy that, like, he he basically went to St. Laurent and changed it to St. Laurent and just, like, blew the whole shit up. Yeah. And, like, obviously it was super profitable for three years. Oh, dude, kill it. But, like, if that's his MO is to go into Celine and just, like, blow rip, it up, tear, tear it down and build it up in his fucking image, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um who I don't feel sorry for are you guys because there's just going to be that much more content that you oh, have to cover dude. where like he's fucking shoot he's firing oh, shots at journalists Eddie on Slimane Twitter. Eddie is like uh, amazing for content. He is Notorious so, drama queen. I wish he, he would get back on Twitter. Everybody. Yeah. He goes on Twitter and I know, but he bans journalists from But shows. this shit's going to pop up at like midnight no. on a Saturday. Does anyone have a higher opinion of themselves than he does? So like I can't Kanye. wait for those first Kanye. reviews to come in. Come well, I feel like Kanye can handle 
Kanye constructive and Eddie could go criticism. On a Twitter rant battle and like come on. Well, obviously they have their own beef because yeah. Eddie famously was like, if you would like to sit front row on my show, then you are banned from all right. other shows. And that was, you know, it's been like this for a minute, Eddie Slimane, that whole fucking rant. So uh, <laughs> oh I wonder God. if they they've repaired their relationship. Um, but but yeah, who knows? I'm kind of I'm not excited that. He got that job, but I am excited that he's going to be back in the picture. It makes right. no sense, by the way. Well, it actually, made, no. To me, it did not make Financially, sense. it makes, Financially makes all, sense. Yo, LVMH has been probably so thirsty to get this fool back since he went to caring and basically gave the competitor this yeah. enormous fucking cash count mm-hmm. St. Laurent. So it makes sense Why? for sure financially. Aesthetically, he is very good at, zero sense. He's very good at accessories, right? And that's the main money driver. Yo, so correct me. Why would me, Celine oh. not just hire internally? This... This is a whole thing. That's yeah. my thing. I don't know how you could look at what Alessandro has done at Gucci and not be right. like, "This is what this Do is the hard the, model res- we need the hard to- the hard reset and you just go all in." I think is Replicate. the way. Replicate. No yeah, name. it's worked. It's clearly worked. Because I agree. 100%. Do I think that he'll be there for more than like three years, five years? No, I don't think he will be because he doesn't want to. He doesn't seem like the type of dude who likes to hang out in uh, restrictive jobs. And Eddie Slimane also has never like nutted up and made his own line, which right. he's always threatened to do. He's never done it because he's probably super fun. He's probably just like a rich, lazy guy who like works hard Shut two up, weeks Rich-Lazy before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> works works like really hard right up until the, the question comes Eddie out, Slimane. takes a vacation. Here's my two question: in a pod. Am I crazy? Didn't wasn't Eddie Slimane under fire for at Saint Laurent designing bags that were like sh- straight up ripping off? Yes. Phoebe at Celine. So like that's a weird thing that like maybe not Phoebe at Celine, but I think there was I think there were accusations of like they look really yeah. like his his handbags are Idea clearly that. like just lifted from the Celine kind of vibe because I don't believe that that guy can, can design. But that's the stuff that makes money. Yeah, for sure. He's I saw just this headline. An expert marketer for sure. I saw this headline about I think the fashion law, and I forgot to click on it. I, want, I guess I want to go back and read it now, but it's like why are all these brands just hiring the same people? Yeah. Like, it's just a fucking rotating cast of characters. That's why I'm actually, if Kim Jones did go to Burberry, I'd be really excited about I, that. I think that. I mean, listen, because you can't bet on the anything. the names that but... were being bounced around were like Phoebe. And like, again, I think Phoebe's great. I don't think that makes any sense. I don't know why you'd hire... She's so good, though. I mean, come on. She She's could... so good, but it's like, again, I think Burberry is a brand that needs somebody who's going to get in there. I think like somebody who would be like a Kim Jones, who maybe yeah. doesn't come from a traditional well, Kim Jones wear. has a lot of juice right now. I mean, him basically doing the Louis Vuitton Supreme thing, I think has given him, basically probably gave him a pass yeah. for any job that was available that he wanted so yeah. i guess clearly he's gonna make his pick i i, I don't know if it is gonna be burberry right no one knows we'll find right. out but i mean we'll see anyway moving on what designers and brands do you think are overrated right now in men's or streetwear do you have the time supreme so there's well no for me like the only one supreme the only one that is properly rated is supreme because i think supreme is the best and represents truly everything that i hold we near and dear to my heart but so you and i are so split on supreme because like you love it i don't know why exactly i just it never connected with me and i think that if it doesn't if it's if it doesn't connect with you you just don't get it and like i'm not trying to get it uh i don't know and i just don't really understand like all the fucking hype and the hoopla around it yeah but but to, but to James' point, I think then literally like everything else is well. Okay, there's a lot of stuff that is properly rated. Like I think guys like Yoji and Rick are properly rated, and Junior is someone we we hadn't mentioned before. I think that's properly rated. But for the most part, I think um, like Gosha Rubchinsky, overrated. Hmm. Um, I think right now, fucking Off White is Versace, flying high. Overrated, you know. Off White Off White right now is flying high off the fucking hype. 
Yeah. Right. Like I don't really see anything there I, that I guess there's a lot of brands you don't about. you don't really hear about like a Lemaire, even though he shows at Paris. Like or Drius is not overrated. I think Lemaire. To me, it's more about like trying to find these underrated brands that like deserve attention that they're not getting because they don't have Virgil Abloh designing them or they don't have a collaboration with Nike or whatever. Um, so I, and I don't have any examples of brands that I can think are like underrated. Maybe like. A, a Japanese brand like Capital, which I, I really like. But again, like those kind of exist what? outside of like high fashion. But like they kind don't... of talking about brands that exist off of like a cool factor or whatever. What about public school? What, I don't I don't know. I don't know what is happening really with the brand. I know they have a Jordan. They have a Jordan brand collaboration. There's clearly a contract that's still in place. So like they do that. I don't really know what what is happening with their business. I, and I never really totally understood. I, I think it, what, what was unfortunate about the for the public school guys, because I really like them personally. And I did. I, I do like the stuff that they do. Um, I Those think that party hard, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Maxwell and Dow. The issue, I think, with public school is like, OK, the, the, New York n needs fashion talent because at one point this was a fashion capital yes. of the world. Um, unfortunately, forget even about New York. It's just like American fashion is like in a pretty rough spot. It's probably doing a little bit better now than it was maybe a couple years ago. But let's think about New York. Like who are cool New York designers? Like menswear or women's wear. What Alexander Wang is, is always, he even cool anymore? That's so, why New York Fashion Week is always trying to have like Tommy Hilfiger, right? right. Be like their anchor yeah. for yeah. New York Fashion Week or who's something. N and who's not even does he even consider himself like a New York designer or New York brand? To be super West Coast, like that's well, so like no, it's it's it's, it's 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 East Coast privileged Greenwich Connecticut type like, shit. Public school to me is is this is a terrible correlation, but the Takashi Six Nine. Of New York fashion, oh my God. No, minus minus about. the thirteen-year-old, you know, uh, pedophilia. But basically, like anytime some rapper, <laughs> You're anytime right a now New York rapper people. starts getting some juice, like yeah. New York rallies around them and is like, "Yo, tough, like, this is our fucking moment." It's a like, double-edged sword about back. New York. Because yeah, when it works like, out, yo, you have Rocky, and when it doesn't work out, you have Joey Badass. You have Joey Badass, or and whatever. Uh, and I know that he, uh, uh, Joey Badass, or a public school is going to appeal to certain people. I think that the issue for like the DKNY thing was an unfortunate brick. Um, I've just never heard of anyone like pining after D uh, public school. Yeah, I mean, and I, f I feel like Anna Wintour, shout out to her, made a concerted effort to put them on and mm -hmm. give them a shot. And this is like anything. When you get the opportunity, you have to seize it. And unfortunately, some people are given an opportunity maybe too soon or an opportunity they're not ready to like grow into. And I think for them, the issue was they were menswear guys. They're like street guys. They're nightlife guys. They're cool New York guys. I think they had an idea of what they wanted like the public school woman to look like and by extension, the DKNY woman to look like. And I don't know what kind of support LVMH gave to DKNY when they were there. So I'm sure there's a lot of behind the scenes shit. Mm -hmm. That we don't know about because, quite frankly, when you have a, the kind of portfolio like LVMH does, like DKNY doesn't mean fucking shit. Especially Public school when, is the failing upwards. Yeah, of, uh, especially <laughs> when like a brand like that had been like bastardized by fucking licensing and things yeah. of the nature. So again, like, um, yeah, I mean, it's just for me, it's just a bummer being like, uh, like I love New York, I love the city, I don't want to live anywhere else, and I love fashion, and it kind of sucks that there's not like a super popping New York brand but there's not really on any type New of York level fashion brand yeah New York fashion brand, or even like a yeah, yeah right because obviously we have Supreme which well, is you were on my you were on my menswear panel with Todd Snyder and Todd yeah. was like when I'm the anchor he's like I don't even mean this is disrespect no, to myself but when I'm an anchor of fashion week like yeah it's it's so funny how like uh, obviously with Raph now like and listen New York men's week <laughs> as far as I can tell is never gonna be fucking shit 
So uh, good luck with that CFDA. It's always but, funny um, though when they when yeah. there is such a obvious. They brought back John effort. Varvatos like like anyone like they brought they dragged they Varvatos back from from Milan like anyone's gonna give a fuck. And then you had Band of Outsiders at one point, um, but then he popped and went to Italy. You had Tom Brown who popped. Then he went to fucking Paris. It's like, listen, if you're popping and you're in New York, uh, if your first instant when you get popping is to bounce, it's a bad look. And I think New York fashion has a has a branding problem. And as how far much, as I can tell, like it's not going to get how fixed. How much is it the schedule for buyers, right? Because so much, and that's why for like New York it's, men's, yeah. I know it's fucked. For women's, I assume it's fucked as well. Uh, just it's not as buyers. what is the, what are the big so. New York women's shows that like we, that we would know? Wang, right? Alexander Wang, one Tom, Tom Ford. And Mark Jacobs go. New York Fashion Week is done. Yeah, Tom we Ford have, does a show. Yeah, Tom because he doesn't. Is, his menswear is always just like a lookbook presentation. presentation like yeah. no, so Tom yeah. Ford started showing in New York last season. He's coming back this season. Oh, Mark they, Jacobs closes every mm, season. Shout out Mark Jacobs. Um, there's you know these young buzzy brands like Vicara, Ekhaus Lada, mm-hmm. um, Mariam Nasir Zadeh, like littler ones on the calendar that you might not know about. Why does um, New York Alexander do what? Alexander Wang just left. He is only showing the season and then he's going to go on the uh, December, June, June calendar. Okay. Why doesn't um, New York do what London did and just like embrace the like? Because we don't have the because t- we don't well, the menswear we, the men there's no the menswear talent is lacking. Maybe they'll start doing that with all these younger brands you mentioned. But to James's point, like okay, to do that you need Craig Green and right. you need there is no the, you the, need whatever else. Who, the I think he's the only one back. Yeah, or whatever. Right, any other brand. Obviously, Craig Green is someone who is like very well respected now. But like, yeah, you need to have that guy, and like, unless that dude is like come or that that woman who's designing that menswear is coming up it's just so tough i mean when you, if you're a young creative whether you're going to school for, yeah whether you're going to school for it or you're not like i don't think the inclination is to design menswear i think it is to design womenswear yes. and obviously from there the talent pool suffers it also doesn't help that like yo no offense to anyone out there who like went to fit but like uh you're not central saint you didn't go to central, central saint, saint martin's. martin's you didn't go to fucking antwerp school of fine arts like Okay, right. Listen, the emphasis like, here is on commercial. Yeah, like I merchandising, think then, fucking all that, all the shit that is not the. It has to start with designers, and we do not have them. But then the quote unquote New York darlings. There was Proenza Schooler. They bailed. Joseph Altazara. He bailed. bailed. There's all of this exciting excitement surrounding Raph at Calvin Klein, but who knows how long Calvin Klein on. has looked. The same. So well, you have you to. Know, like, so I'm to that to that point, you have to give Raph a little time to truly right. to truly make that in his image. So that's why I think people were even like I I, I have friends who are, work at retailers and stuff, and I think that the sales were also pretty low for that first collection because I think people want to wait and see like what yeah. happens and turtlenecks, branded turtlenecks and denim and cowboy boots and that whole like seventies you know cowboy. Yeah, blankets. that that that's Don't forget the blankets. I, I think, yeah, right, and the quilts. They hide baby bumps. They well. hide baby yeah. bumps. I think that's kind of. I think Kylie, that's we're on to you. Yeah. It's interesting to me, but like I think you need to give Raph some time. Who knows what will happen? But um yeah, I mean I just, men's men, men's is fucked and there is no answer because it's not just Raph. Like you can't like like the I'm sure the CFDA fucking begged Raph to, to, to show here, even though obviously he's like a homebody based on like all of his stuff. So I don't think he'd want to like leave to show somewhere else either. Obviously, right. you know, obviously locate moving all of the headquarters here. But um he I mean he's clearly not the answer. When one show doesn't suddenly give relevance to a completely ir- irrelevant week. So, you know. Yeah. It's a shame. But shout out Dow Yi though. <laughs> yeah. 
But shout out public school. And then, I mean, yo, jo- I love John Elliott, like, um, yeah. personal friend, but, like, makes great clothes. I think he's um, about to do women's wear, too, right? Yeah, that would be, be super interesting. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to see that, um, yeah. just to kind of see his, his kind of uh, development as a designer. Early but, fan of Fashion Bros as well. Yeah, he, he's the homie. But, like, again, like, um, that's just, it's not, you need, you need a lot more of that. Like, John Elliott needs to, that's great, but it's like, we need a lot more. And I don't think it's, there's just nowhere to pull from. It sucks. Whatever. So the last, it's fine. <laughs> the last. Yeah, it sucks. But relax. Lord, like, sit down. That's the thing. It sucks, but it also doesn't matter at all. Right. The last couple right. things I want to do. <laughs> if you guys stop talking for like four <laughs> seconds. Impossible. Lord, shut up. I know it's really hard, but I want to just do a couple of quick fire things. So I'm going to name some current menswear trends that I think are silly. This sounds strikingly familiar to Does it? our own segment. Fuck, fuck with, with, not fuck with. Working oh, this title. Is not, this is not fuck with, not fuck with. Okay. So you just want a I rapid want fire profe- responses. I want your professional opinion. We're not professionals. Let's get that. No, I am. I am. Things that are. I guess we're professional podcasts. Really popular on the runways and in street style right now. And I want you to tell me what you really think of it. So for instance, real tree camo. Sick. You like but that's it. been around for I feel like I feel like the cycles of shit coming back are just shrinking. Like Realtree camo was definitely popping when I was at Complex, which was only like you know three years ago when I was running the Style Channel or something. So I don't know. It was on uh, the menswear runways like a week ago too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and Virgil is and hair and press. Well, and you wrote that and it. you wrote that piece about like Bass Pro, Bass Shop. Pro Shop or Fire whatever, or I remember going to like Orville. Which is like What's the fuck? It's yeah, like the Orville. fancier yeah. Bass Pro Shop shit. What? It's like hunting. It's like it's like stuff. American British hunting okay. shit. But they ha- they also well I don't know if they have real tree but like real tree camo and like all types of camo like frog camo, um yeah fire. There's Great. two there's two ways to do camo right you do like the very novelty like a suit made of camo like what Mark McNary was doing and that like definitely had its moment or again I think a lot of the stuff and maybe I'm wrong because I haven't heard this whole list but a lot of this stuff comes out of Normcore where it's like the bass pro fishing shop real tree camo like like shit you could literally buy at a local core actually sure whatever you want to yeah. call it like that to me what are the gorp is fit? more is the authentic gorp? and kind of cool core is like outdoor woodsy rei patagonia fire North it's my whole shit yeah. fleece all day yeah i was gonna say you're wearing a leopard print yeah this is supreme, supreme but i but but, it's supreme. but i feel cool owning this but because i have like 10 patagonia fleeces as right well. because but it is fleece i mean the point is like yeah. my dad if it weren't yeah, yeah print, absolutely my dad would oh for sure 100 percent my ideal aesthetic that I definitely veer away from is like weird Japanese mountain climbing for sure absolutely that's a fire no that's a fire look for sure what about shoulder bags not belt bags what's a shoulder bag like Anwar Hadid was wearing a Goyard Shoulder oh, purse. like a real man a purse. purse. But you, so a lot of guys wear it across the body to no. pretend like it's no. That's stupid. Don't that's, wear a purse. Okay. I think unless all, I think unless most, you want to, I, think I guess. Most bags are dumb, okay. including club packs. Yo, here's the thing. It's like uh, you have pockets. My thing is like, well, you. But you're out here fucking evangelizing club packs. Well, because I think <laughs> they I'm look, saying no, because I like because they look cool. Uh, this kind of bag, no function. Th- this kind of bag you're talking about is almost like too big. That there's almost like you would be like, oh, there's more space, but more space for what? So Just give me less a space. fucking three thousand dollar Balenciaga IKEA bag. But to your point, Goyard is awesome. It's flex. I mean, I wish I could afford Goyard, but you know. What about Matrix glasses? So stupid. Really dumb. Though I love how Kanye was like Kim. The glasses must get smaller. Yeah. <laughs> I guess really urgent email coming full circle to Vanderpump. Sheena was wearing a pair of like massive sunglasses on the latest episode and. Which was like a look from a few years ago, and I think the Kardashians tried to bring it back, and it's just like fucking 
idiotic. Well, very LA. Again, our, this is from Normcore. This is like terrible lens crafter, tiny, stupid transitional lenses. Like or what Jay's like, wearing. Yeah, this it's like Aww. this is a, again a lot of these trends. Like Normcore, I know no one. It's not in the headlines and the cut, and you guys aren't writing about it every day. But like literally, all of this shit is coming still from that well. What about bucket hats? Fire. I've never, never. I've never been. A fan. I don't wear hats at all, but bucket hats will always be cool. I think like always that's cool. some shit that like you have to be a rapper or like a very fucking swaggy dude yeah swaggy japanese like, guy no people cannot wear those I, lo- I i love a bucket hat personally i th- I'm, again i don't wear hats at all but like i like bucket hats i prefer uh bushwhacker hats actually to bucket hats <laughs> what is what that? that is those boonie again, your boonie hat boonie hats it's more like the gorp core like outdoorsy shit strings like, like it goes it's oh, more of like yeah, a like yeah, a yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. a you can snap them up where those yeah yeah you're from new orleans right what's the fucking stupid the thing on the the fan boat it's a fan boat hat more type of deal yeah airboat what about <laughs> These were on in the last Gucci lookbook and on Louis Vuitton runway. Men's leggings, like graphic leggings. Stupid. I mean, again, I accidentally bought a pair from fucking Drees, <laughs> yeah. and the dude that I again sold them to on Grail now wants to return them. So <laughs> I guess I'm fucking stuck with them. I'll make Le- them work somehow. I, I love a, a leggings and shorts combo for the gym, and then okay, even like the about, and e- and even though I'm gym. leaving the gym and like going to brunch, and I'll keep this look on on purpose. This is not the life you live. This is the life you want to live. You are not going to the gym well, and going to brunch, bro. I've seen you on Snapchat. Well, well, first of all. Well, I am going to the gym, so fuck you very much, James. You go to the gym for a week and you're out here. You're right, I have it, so I have been going to the gym. Um, I don't like it as like just like a living my life. There needs for me. There needs to be a functional. You need at least fake a functional element, or like I'm not going to. Are you talking about like the gym look or just? No, I'm talking about like Gucci printed leggings or Louis Vuitton printed leggings. The biggest waste of money I can imagine. Dong print. I think you should. Cool. No, but they're no, but they're enough. styled okay. under shorts. Like the Louis show, she's saying not under shorts. Oh, the Louis show is all under shorts. And then the Gucci one, it wasn't. It oh. was just under like yeah, a sure. long parka. Yeah, flex the dong. I mean, unless you want, Shia, um, Shia, or a long the, hoodie. Shia yeah, the beef. Shia, yeah, or, the beef. Yeah. you know, a fucking Yeezy model. Like, don't do it. Yeezy leggings are not part of the Yeezy look. Well, it's like not the, yet. The I don't think they will be. That's too. Sorry, I'm talking old Yeezy. Like see, the the shit that's Shia like directly influenced. Are there there were tights in Yeezy season one? I thought there was it was always it's like just, just like huge super slim sweatpants. bottoms, big tops. Oh yeah, but they're but they're skinny sweats. They're not leggings. Sure. Anyway, my thing is wear them to the gym. That's about it. And then last one, what do you feel about just head to toe fucking logos everywhere? Like Bella Hadid was wearing like a Fendi sweater with just like, like the, the Louis Fendi shit. Print. So all over yeah, print, even yeah, all no. over logo print. It's whatever. I, I think it's a try hard move. All right. Fair yeah, enough. I mean, I I don't. That to me is like, I could take it or leave it. I mean, that's whatever. Um, what trends would you wish would go away? Do you wish would go away right now? Cloud packs. Uh, I think we've reached peak dad sneaker. I actually think that we're close to reaching peak sneaker, and we're gonna see start seeing like more interesting like shoe options. I'm not mm-hmm. saying we go back to like hashtag menswear. It's like everyone's wearing fucking brogues and bucks, but I don't know. Could mm-hmm. could be heading that way. I've and never not be mad. Uh, those are all fine. Well done, James. Very proud of you. Uh, I like to see you putting some effort into this conversation. <laughs> I also did not read. Well, I, you read the notes. I did not read. The I'm going to go with. I don't like when someone wears one brand head to toe. So I would hate to see someone in. And this is not an indictment of the brands I'm about to say, but I don't like. So I don't like off white head to toe. Right. I don't like Fear of God head to toe. I don't like Yeezy head to toe. I don't like even Rick Owens head to toe. So again, I. I think it's super cool to own a lot of different types of pieces from brands, but 
um, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I like a lot of kind of disparate stuff, but I, I just think that's like you shouldn't look like you walked off the runway or out of a lookbook. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, it's a little. Always, much. It's always much more interesting when you make your own. Yeah, shit, right, right. right? Like, Again, it's it's going back to I think we talked about the kind of paint by numbers like rapper shit where people just look right to Rocky and look to Kanye and literally like pull the piece off, put it on my body in that exact order. Um, a lot of people look to brands as well to inform. Like, here's my thing, right? I can't design clothes. I would never claim that, but I like to think that I could like style myself. But if if you're a fashion fan or so you claim to be, but you don't put any effort into styling yourself and you're just wearing everything from one brand because they obviously make sense together. That to me seems kind of lazy and you know, you should do better. Expensive. Yeah. Yeah. My last question, because I definitely want to talk about this. What are your favorite fashion memes and who do you think are the most memeable people in fashion? (sighs) I mean, damn boy can get it. That was a good one. That was that was pretty that fire. Was fun. What are what are the fashion memes? Are there like actual fashion memes? I feel like fashion memes like we we culture vulture from yes. meme world. Yeah, from the yeah. You take it's a like meme and you make John's a fa- it, this, right? this is like, literally fourpence, right? What is the, what is the meme of the moment? How can I make this about spending all my money on clothes well, or being a virgin <laughs> or whatever is is happening so in you one know, of the, the enduring worlds. ones is like the read reads fourpence one. Yeah. Or, or just create here's the thing this would be my advice for anyone trying to get a meme off the ground uh-huh. um, just <laughs> never stop doing it and then maybe people will catch on something will stick but you just have to just do it forever you have I mean, to do it I forever I really was a fan of this was a good troll I'm gonna I'm gonna toot my own horn on this troll job was a uh, our boy Mag, Mark Anthony Green, the GQ style guy was like hey he like introduced me I'm the new style guy like tweet me your questions and I sent him a photo of that Rick fit where the guy's dick was out on the runway. And I was oh, like, yo, God. how do you wear this? Yeah. Like, how do you style this? Uh, dick I ovens. I love calling. I love dick ovens. I love calling Rick dick ovens. I think Rick That's himself, hilarious Rick to me. Rick himself is always great meme fodder. Cause, like, yeah, the, the, fucking, he's the, the best. statues of himself. Yeah. Like, you know, blowing oh. his brains out, fucking horse, like all that shit. Raph at some point started doing rock hands. Like, in, oh, yeah. when, like, taking a bow, rock hands in a photo, rock hands. Maybe, like, Rocky taught him that because that's obviously, like, now, uh, again, who are the new rock stars? The uh, rappers. Crying Raph is a great meme. Crying Raph will always be good. Uh, jacked Rick in the gym. Just yes. actually, to James' point, really anything Rick. Rick has this sense of humor, so I would like to think that if he saw the memes, he would yeah. love them, but he I had is a, the best. One of my greatest regrets of losing my job is that I had to give. But my work computer, like sight unseen, they're just like, "Give us your computer." I was like, "Here you go." Um, I had a fucking fire folder of memes on there. It was called Dank Memes, and within that, <laughs> and a subfolder gone. was there's a whole Rick folder. Um, I'm just like Rick images. Yeah, I'm actually not that bum because like James is always literally sending me his his I've memes stopped. to to I've four stopped. pins, like begging for retweets. Like super sad, but I again, beg. I also Wait see it, I see it like a little I see it like a little like Did um, you just out yourself. Oh, I run four pins. Everyone fucking knows this. Okay. Um, uh, it's kind of like a, a make a wish thing for him. Yeah. But um, I will say I'm that dying. I will dying. say that his percentage, like if he sends me a hundred memes, <laughs> one is actually worthy of a retweet, and even that is like there's a little bit of pity but attached to it. But to that point, weren't you just saying if you want to get a successful meme off the ground, just fucking do it? Yo, for him. real, I, you got it. You got to give him. He's a hustler. Yeah. James, James is really Dream out here away. pounding the pavement, trying to get his name out there in fashion. I don't think it's ever gonna happen for him, but at least you should I've try. I've stopped it. DMing you. Thank as God. Incessantly as 
as I used to. Yeah, it used to be all the t- it used everyone. Used to be pretty bad. Yeah. I feel like prime meme ground right now for us is just all of Demna's Balenciaga lookbooks. Like them. Oh, on the for segue, sure. It was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man, on my way to steal a girl, sliding into the DMs. Like, yeah, it's almost too easy, yeah, which to me makes easy. it not not, not funny. Fun. Which is weird because he says he hates the internet, but he's oh, the really? biggest oh, fucking come troll. Come the fuck on. Without the internet, everyone. the guy he has no job. Yeah. He's like the Drake of fashion. Like he knows all the things. Yeah. No, Drake embraces and loves the internet though. No, Drake creates shit to get mean. Yeah. Every lyric, really, at this point. The fucking Meek Mill video he did where he just pulled up all the, you know, yeah, that was Meek great Mill slaughter. Was Fuck amazing. Demna. Fuck Ventma. That's just trash. Anyway, he's going to just run off to Switzerland with all his money and his tell us no this was all a joke. Yeah. And I'm waiting. He'll probably do that. That dude has fucking no shame. I, I'm so over it. I'm so over it. My theory, and I will repeat this, I've said this on this podcast like five times now, is that it's a long-form performance art piece. Oh, for sure. And that in like another year or two he's going to be like, wow, you guys all just made fucking assholes of yourself. Bye. Yeah, but guess what? That also makes him the biggest asshole of all. It's true, but I'm waiting on it. No, for sure. Again, I never want to listen, get money. That's obviously the most important thing. All all life is about is is gaining Fuck bitches, get money. No, not even that. Just getting money. We don't need this. You don't need to bring sex into it, Alyssa. All right. Get your mind out of the gutter. Find it's all about money, so I respect Alyssa. him. Um, but yeah, fuck that guy. Anyway, that is a good stuff. Unless Vetma uh, or Balenciaga wants to sponsor Failing Upwards, at which point, or, fucking shout out my two favorite brands. I think Vetma. you lost your chance. Vetma and Balenciaga, my favorite designer. Demna. Or if they want to sponsor G- Gobbly Gook, however you pronounce your last name. This has been 4 p.m. at Fashionista. Choo! Please tune in to Failing Upwards. You already know what the fuck going on every Thursday at 7 a.m. We don't know what our... Oh, 7 a.m.? Is that when... It, what, Jay, when do they get posted? What time? I post them like 4 o'clock. 4 a.m. Every Jay, Thursday at 4 a.m. Definitely keep listening because I'm going to bully these two and having me back. Yeah, sure. Totally. All right. Good luck with that. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for having us, guys. Shout out to (laughs) Sunbasket. Sponsor the pod.